0: It is fine. hello everybody Hi. and
1: welcome to episode 81 hello matt matt how are you i'm good mate yourself I'm exceptional, thank you. My guest today, Matt Pestle, is a fellow Brummie, which is good. Haven't had many Brummies on the show. I think you're the first, second or the third. Not only that, he's also a plumber. Well, he was a plumber, like me. He got his head screwed on and got out of the game. And he quit his job to go full-time with his travel blog and some other entrepreneurial ventures. He's someone who actually follows in my own footsteps with a strong desire to travel the world and never work for anyone else again. And I'm pleased to say he's actually re- recently taken some big steps to do it. So to start with, man, congratulations, bro. How old are you? I forget now, you're about a year younger than me. 30 years young. 30 years young. So like to, to make that step at 30 to quit your job and decide that you're done, you're not going to work for anyone else again, you don't care what you have to do to figure it out and make the step, it takes a big pair of cojones, man. <laughs> um, I know I got paid up, so I could do it, and I know you have too. We've been back and forth on it for months, haven't so we? We've been yeah, talking yeah, about. It. Really well. um, I've been enjoying giving you. I always enjoy helping people, but it's always nice when there's someone who actually wants to do exactly what you have already done, and mm. they used to do what you used to do. So it's quite a unique situation for both of us. But um, I'm trying to think when the on the first time we started talking about it was. <laughs>
0: Four or five months ago when I hit you up and I was like, you are doing the thing, doing the thing, and I was like, it's just a vibe, in it? You get the energy, the energy, and, you know, there's, there's not many people out there giving it to the masses like yourself, you know, so that kind of, you know, you when you grasp that and you're like, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm with that, do you know what I mean? Well, if you want to do something and you
1: want to do it quickly and shortcut it, then just find someone who's already done it and copy, copy what they've done. You know, don't copy yeah, who they are. But copy what they've done. Yeah. Someone, someone, so, so and I said uh, you don't want to be a copycat, but if you're copying the right cat, then it's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it can work well. So tell me about you, you and your beautiful girlfriend, and I well, don't know why because I forgot her name right now. But don't tell me it's yes, Jess. That's it. It's Jess. I've yeah. forgotten. Just a little memory mm-hmm. file there. Um, you and your beautiful girlfriend, Jess, run a travel blog, Mr. Test Store, which is on really? Instagram and on
0: Facebook as well. Mm-hmm.
1: Tell us how that got
0: started and what made you to start it? So we left last November to travel Southeast Asia and we were on route to Australia. That was the original plan. Uh, as you know, with COVID, we got cut short uh, whilst we were in the Philippines got stuck in a hotel for about two months literally no one could leave the hotel the army were securing the roads off it was you had to have a pass to leave the hotel only one person could leave got a bit lively we were like we've got all this content all these stories to tell why don't we start you know just getting it out to the masses so the missus you know signed up to the you know the platforms that we need to use and then it just went from there really mate. we started in the philippines in uh, I'd say around April time and then it just continued on as we got we managed to get home in the end that wasn't the plan but we had no choice it was kind of like right stay in this hotel until the Philippines goes back to normal or go home Because I mean, because the longer term plan was to get to Australia, wasn't it? Which is where I am. This was it? I mean, the, the the visa has been going through for going on two years now, but we were kind of hoping that it would come through whilst we were there. But you know, I will shut it down, <laughs> and that was it. So it's back back to yeah. in England. Shut it down, and and,
1: but you know, you didn't know that. Stop you. A lot of people would go, oh, well, the it wasn't. You know, it wasn't meant to work out. The dream didn't happen. Um, I'm just going to walk away from it. I'm just going to sit with my job back in the uk which you know i know i know you weren't 100 happy in mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people don't even express that they just tell themselves they are happy and just keep doing it and doing it and doing it and eventually you get to one point where you're like why do i feel so miserable every yeah. day <laughs> <laughs> if
0: you're not enjoying doing it there isn't no point in doing it it's simple no, no, no. It, it's fun.
1: easy to say but not easy to do i mean i suppose it's easy when you don't have people that depend on you, you know, kids and, and perhaps other family members. Um, yeah. But uh, and I think that's the trap a lot of people fall into, right? They just think, uh, you know, particularly some people who have kids when they're young, which is nothing wrong with that. But when mm-hmm. you've got people that you have to provide for, it makes it very difficult to get out of a space that's yeah. paying for that providing. Yeah, exactly. When you don't like doing it. It's, it can be, see a lot of people get stuck in that trap. But, uh, man, for one thing for sure, you are not one of them. So. Um, no, I oh, yeah, so, oh, yeah. you, you got back out of uh, the Philippines. You got back mm-hmm. home, which was probably a mission in itself, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Things got a bit higher than I imagine, yeah?
0: Yeah, no, it got a bit lively, man. We, we were kind of it got to a point where every flight we were booking, we, you know, and we're talking 3K each a flight, not like a couple hundred. Uh, so they cancelled the first set of flights. Yeah. Then we another set of flights that got cancelled. And then luckily the UK government were doing a repatriation flight where they were picking up, you know, British people along the way. Mm. Um, Fortunately, we jumped on that flight and obviously got back to the UK. And then it was like, right, okay, reassess. What are we doing with ourselves? The blog was obviously in the background and, you know, wanted to mooch on. But it, for me, it was straight back to work, get back on the tools, start replenishing the funds yeah yeah and what then, was it like sorry go ahead no i was going to say i just had a moment of clarity and i was it was just a specific moment and i remember it to the to the day i die, just absolutely getting it soaked i was freezing cold and i was just like you know what i have a choice here and i don't actually have to do this so it was just a case of getting my financials right and being okay i can pull myself away here and then do something that i really want to be doing that i am enjoying whether that be you know on the behind the camera get you know helping the missus out with the blog it's all it's something that there's an end goal you know the ambition is there but the plumbing or you know working was just halting me majorly majorly there's only so many hours in the day isn't there you know i mean and then after you've done you know you go to work you do your gym and then it's like right i've got these hours where i've got to squeeze everything and then you start getting stressy because you've been at work all day and it, it just wasn't working from there so i uh made that made that jump when i was just like you know what let's let's go for this yeah. and then what's the worst that can happen i'll be back to plumbing <laughs> the thing isn't it, you say, that's the thing isn't it that they say that you know it doesn't
1: matter where you are if you're doing plumbing, it always runs downhill and it's as simple as that it like the, the, it was a bit of an adjustment for me like taking my skills here just because they call different things different things yeah, different oh, parameters and pipe sizes and materials but you know within a couple of months you're actually walking into the, the plumbing store and you're and you knowing the right things to ask for yeah uh, kind of look out. funnily enough i say that like i will still do a bit of plumbing when the right job comes along you know for me and i know you're on all about this as well it's about multiple income streams but doing it for myself, for my own jobs, for the jobs that I want to do and doing it for someone else because I have to to save my time for them is a completely different thing. I was was actually on the talk today and I will be pretty much for the rest of the week. For me, it's always nice to like... I I reckon you'd align with this and most people would who work with their hands or in construction in any way, shape or form. It's nice to put your skills to something in a physical perspective and particularly if, like, you're doing a bathroom or a new heating system and see, like, the before and the after. Yeah. Um, yeah. And know that you're worth. And often stuff that you work on, you know, like some of the stuff you install all long outlive you. And I think that's a lot of things thing that people don't really think about. But you are making a nice difference in people's homes uh, yeah. with that you do. And it's a nice thing to do. I always enjoy doing it. Take this toll on your body after a while. Oh, yeah. But... um. Yeah, there's a lot of enjoyment in it, but it does get to the point where you're like, I mean, the reason I stopped doing it was because it would smash my body, number one. Number two, I I mean, i would grown my my business to a point where I didn't have to do it anymore, which is great. Um, I know you all are the same with multiple things you are working on. But more than that, it was just like, I just didn't feel, feel fulfilled in it anymore. That was the main thing. There was just no fulfillment left in it for me. It was like all right um it doesn't matter how hard i work today i'll give this job a couple of hours overtime, time um, and if i get the job finished or not, it's not i just become not bothered about it and i was like this is just uh, mm-hmm. this is not good anymore and i'd work for myself i've worked for huge international companies i've worked for um small companies but it's just at the end of the day if it, if it doesn't fulfill you it's time to move on i probably i probably thought about that for about maybe a year year and a half mm-hmm. uh, and then even when it came to it, I was still like, and even afterwards, I was like, oh, was this the right thing to do? Like, yeah, sure. way, just, so, yeah, sure. yeah, you, you question it back and forth. And then the weird stuff, like, I know we we're talking about this here the week. So you, so your first day of freedom was, was it January the 1st? Was that when you quit? Yeah, mate, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So what a great yeah, way yeah, to do it. So I've got my birthday, but I have to work an actual couple more weeks, but still like a nice milestone time-wise to, to that. Yeah, yeah. And, and then, and then you have weird things like, um, well, what time do I get up in the morning, and what time am I
0: to go to bed? It's like there's no, there's no rule. There's almost no rule there anymore. You have to die. just like, this is it. Like you say, it's like freestyle. Like, okay, what am I doing today? But as soon as you get into this, you have to have regime. You know, you've got to have a bit of structure in your day because otherwise, I'll just be like, oh, okay, right then. Where's, uh, where's this couch? You know what I mean? Kind of thing. <laughs> Now nah, it was the first few days. It was very hard. I'm not gonna lie. You know, it was kind of yeah. got to get up, get the, whether it's meditation, yoga, stretch it out. Got to get that done straight away. Get your breakfast in you, and then start your day. You know, however you want to go about it. There's got to be structure. That's what I find because if you, like I did find, I was writing down, or me and the missus were writing down what needed to be done the night before. But mm-hmm. as soon as I didn't do that, mate, head just goes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. like I get to a point in the day where I'm like, well, I haven't written it down. What, what's next? And then I'll start annoying the missus. Like, well, what, what, you know what I mean? And there's no, it's all about the structure of the day. I find that very important for sure. Yeah, structure,
1: routine, discipline. It takes yeah. a bit of time to figure out that routine, how it's going to look, what it's going to feel like and, and what you think it might be. And then you try it and actually you're like, well, oh, that doesn't work. But discipline's, uh, discipline's a big one. Discipline's a big one. Let me just turn this light down because that to actually hurt my eyes. <laughs> did you get did we get the lighting wrong in the new office? Sweet down that. That's probably a little bit better. Yeah, I don't feel like I'm at the uh I'm at the show anymore. which uh, is <laughs> good luck. But so what Matt, if you had to like nail it down, what were what were the things that you were thinking about that made you quit your, your full time job and and then, how did you feel when you did
0: it? Um, at the at the time, I was listening to Gary V. Um, Crush it, obviously, I, before I spoke to you, and it was kind of like he's so just like drill it, drill it, drill it. If you're not enjoying it, sack it off. If you've got something you want to do, drive towards it. Do not stop. Whether you've got kids, you spin, put them down at nine and you go to one. And just the the whole. Um, Just, yeah, the ethic of just go for it, beast mode. And I was just like, you know what? Like, I've got all these things I want to do. I'm moaning to the missus or moaning to whoever, saying, there's not enough hours in the day. It's getting on my nerves like after work and I'm not, I just ain't working. Whereas I was like, get the financials right. And then I can come away from work for six months, whether it be, if it goes pear shaped, go back to plumbing. There is no, and I've never actually had that look at it because there's never really been anything that I've wanted to. Dry towards it was always like let's just go travelling, and then come back, and then let's just go travelling. I've done that four times around now. Mm. So mm. The idea travelling. Mm. You know I mean? Yeah. So, were you like, when you quit, were you like relieved? Were you a little bit scared? Um. Having just the not the not knowing really, because I remember having it in my head, like ringing up my gaffer, like. I, my gaffer's a good bloke, you know what I mean? He's looked after me. I rung him from the Philippines, give my job straight back. So I thought, you know, I'll ring him up, tell him how I fit, you know, what I want to do. And he was like, mate, that's fine. I said, I'll work the rest of my, you know, i here. But like, the, what I was flapping about is like, you think, oh yeah, it's sound. I'll come away from work and it'll all just fall into place. But like I said, again, the structure, man, I, I had to have that was what I was flapping it about more so, just having... Everything in order, so then when I do come away, because I had the Christmas period and the, the the new year to kind of sit on it whilst I was, and I was like, right, okay, I've got to get this into gear. So then when I do, you know, we've had Christmas and I'm overweight and I've had so much cheese and that, and I come round to it, and it's like, right, this is it now. I've got to get my head down as if it's a job, because it is. It's you know, mm-hmm. it, 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 you know, it's not bringing an in income stream in at the moment, but it, I've got to look at it as if it's a job. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You've got to treat it if it's a job as well. And I think a lot of
1: it, a lot of it, does come down to, to discipline. And I know one thing that you like to do is do your exercise first thing in the morning, which I think is great for discipline because you don't always want to do it, um, but it always needs to be done. Yeah. And some, some, you know, often what you need, what you want, are two totally different things. I think you always need to do exercise, but you don't always want to do it. Prevails a lot of the time. But, I mean, is that something you do, like, every day, seven days of the week, you
0: start to yoga? So, just do- the yoga is something we do every morning, first thing, first port of call. Uh, mm-hmm. Gym is four times a week, depending on, you know, whether we're doing something or not, whether we could get one in on the weekend. But it's the consistency of it more so than anything. We, we've been doing gym for, for whether we're in Thailand, Cambodia, we was always trying to find a gym. It's just something mm-hmm. that just releases them natural endorphins so you feel good. You know, them ones where you come out of gym and you absolutely smashed it and you're just like, I feel 100%, do you know what I mean? There ain't nothing that's going to knock me. Whereas I noticed over Christmas, the more crap I ate, the the worse I felt. And I was like, now that, don't get me wrong, it costs more money, it's more effort. But if you don't want to put that effort in, you're not going to see the results. And, I, you know, I don't want a dad bod. Do you know what I mean? So I'm trying to steer from the dad bod. Don't <laughs> want that. Not
1: when you're not a dad yet, as well. Especially. I did, like, not even a hard to have one when you're a dad. But I mean, like, but we all kind of got a little bit of. Uh, possibly, we got a little bit of a dad bod last year. Yeah. We didn't keep our exercise up. There's no excuse for it. We could have done it at home. A lot of us didn't. I didn't really do it. At home. i did not really get into it. But no, I said I've been like back in the gym what properly two, two and a half weeks now, and like uh, I've been doing it. For i been on and off the gym properly for 10-15 years and, and the, just the effect it gives you, like you just said there, when you walk out the gym, you've got all them good endorphins running around in your brain, all that dopamine that's been released by your body. It's, it's really hard to beat that feeling, just knowing that, particularly when you go into it and you didn't want to do it, like I find that on the days when you don't want to do try and your head's going no and you're just going, yep, yeah, we're doing this, this is what we do now. Like, yeah. There's no yes or no about it. No,
0: there's
1: no no about it, sorry, yes.
0: And you just, you just, you just, you just you know I mean? 10 minutes in, you just Oh, I'm glad I'm here now. The tunes are going, you know, the, the sweat is beading off your head and you're ready for it. That I, I need that, do you know what I mean? Especially now that yeah. I'm working from home. You know, mm-hmm. so, sitting in a room all day, you know, mm-hmm. gotta come away from it, whether you go, I mean, exercise can be just going for a walk, but I need that something, definitely. Yeah. That, that keeps me going
1: yeah i think definitely as, as as guys as well i can't, I can't speak for the ladies but i think as as men you gotta you know we build up a lot of steam there's a lot of pressure particularly if you're someone who works for yourself you know and you and and you and you are you know sometimes the provider um that that stress that pressure builds up and for me it's like a release valve for the gym is, you know it's like yeah. a, you know, a pressure release valve some people might know watching it yeah if you're not then well keep trying um, <laughs> <laughs> if uh you know like it's like a pressure release to have. it's something that automatically just by itself just let that pressure off and i think a lot of people i think that's what drove a lot of fear last year the fact that people weren't getting that you know you you said earlier actually the one thing that you kind of swayed you a little bit when you quit your job was the was the unknown uh, and for a lot of people it's like oh you know i don't know when the gym go i don't yeah. know when i'm gonna get back into exercise but um i think really it's just a good excuse because you don't really you don't really 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 need the gym to exercise but yeah. it depends what you're doing there yeah it depends what you're doing there i like to lift heavy weights so i'm yeah. not going to a in at home one don't have room
0: two because it's like it would be so expensive yeah i've done i well with covid i mean luckily for me before i left me and the brother-in-law set up a gym in his garage bought all the proper light but prior to that it was literally my hits in the garden. Literally, that was it—just me and my weight of my body, kind of thing. And that, you know, it's horrible to do it because you're like, ah, oh, there, there is no excuse. Oh, I can't get to the gym today. We, might just go in the garden. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? You no know excuse. Mm-hmm. And that is—it's just, just having that oomph, man. You know, having that, looking at yourself and going, this ain't gonna work for me, <laughs> and then just yeah, going, right. going. It's like
1: active I and keep moving. I think that's the main mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter what you do, as long as like, you're active, you're moving, you're pedaling, you walk, you running, you're lifting, you're swimming. Doesn't matter. I think it's just the it's just the, the motion that keeps, yeah, keeps it flowing. Uh, and it keeps you it keeps your brain flowing as well, your body. And I mm-hmm. think that um, the connection between the two. And, and the way that that settles things out particularly if you're if you're running a business and that often means doing a lot of things at the same time mm-hmm. it's, uh it's a big benefit to your life it's a big benefit, i think that uh some people overlook Definitely. and unless you've really you've really got that buzz and done it um you know if you've, been with him and you've got that buzz of doing it afterwards you
0: don't really know fully how it feels until you've done it yeah and then it's just keeping it up is one mm-hmm. of the harder things and mm-hmm. and eighty percent of it is what you put in your mouth. At the same, you know the food that that's the yeah yeah very time consuming meal prep cooking mm-hmm. and, um, jazz. But it, it, you know it's the results that you know pay off when you are like okay. I'm starting to get there now, and that that's yeah. when you like, you know that's when it all pays off. But yeah, health is wealth, baby.
1: Absolutely. healthy as well baby absolutely man. Mm-hmm. and two are so closely matched and nutrition is a huge part of that i think it really is and it's not oh, see i eat super bland i could just, honestly eat like chicken brown rice some some variant of meat chicken brown rice and loads of bulky grains mm-hmm. i can get I eat that seven days a week three times a day it doesn't bore me like i'm like the way i I'll, I'll it probably i'm gonna put some black pepper on it this time but this time i'm gonna put some lime with the black pepper tomorrow i'm gonna have some lemon I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, oh, daddy, because like if i accept the fact that i'm eating for just for fuel and for performance yeah not to really enjoy it but i mm-hmm. find some enjoyment enjoying that i you know the results are going to come i'll eat all day so the food prep in that sense doesn't take me that long but it can of course take you but it can take you a long time if you're cooking you for more than one person as well exactly mate. yeah that's it
0: traveling I mean that's a, that's 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 when it gets tough telling me mate we yeah we struggle big time and it's expensive mm. particularly yeah. if you're in asia you know yeah. because uh, all the stuff in asia is just um fried
1: or deep or deep fried or with a lot of grease or oil in it mm. it's hard to find places that are healthy enough. and i guess i mean I've, I've been there but i don't think i've ever really tried to eat healthy when i've been in in asia um it'd be very expensive not
0: very expensive but more expensive than you would usually yeah, pay. yeah well it's all avocados and greens and all the rest of it it's you know you can have yeah. uh, chicken and roll. I mean, that's the staple isn't it the fruit mm-hmm. that pleasure mm-hmm. on that but it's the to when the beers start flowing that's the that's the issue because that's just empty I don't know, it's great fun but it's empty calories but yeah we did uh definitely struggle there with um trying to eat healthy because there's just fast food everywhere but it's, yeah. then it was the gyms. We had like stints where we were travelling through, and it was like, right, okay, we'll get back on the gym now. So you stay in one place, whether I don't know Costa movie for instance. Lovely gym, loads of mountainous walks that you can go on, but then there for two weeks, and you just fall off again. So it's like consistency with anything, isn't it? Yeah, uh, it is. It is consistency, and like, and it goes back to kind of
1: what we were saying earlier about you know consistency with your with your day now. As someone who's who's running their own day, like. Mm. I would say to anyone that's like thinking about doing your own thing, go for it! Don't let anything hold you back. But don't think it's going to be easy. You know, it's not. It's not going to be easy. And actually, I know. I think. I think you actually said this to me a couple of weeks ago. Now you find that you have to
0: work harder than you did when you were working for someone else. Well, yeah, you got. To, I've got to use my head. Well, plumbing was just plod, plod, plod. You've done it so many times. when you bring yourself to something that's all new whether it is the stock market or trading or learning how to edit this, that, and the other, using all different programs that you've never used before. It's, it's all... To be honest, I'm learning every day now, whereas at plumbing, it might, an old boy might go, oh, did you know this did this and this? And then da-da-da-da-da. i would mean, da, 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 da. be yeah. like, oh, right, sound. That'll stick. But, like, now it's every day, mate, every day. P-E ratios, yeah. like, just literally just go... My head is on, on fire at the moment. So you're, so you're more challenged now, you would say, than you were when you were plumbing? Yeah, more so than ever, mate, to be honest. Um, to be honest, with plumbing, it was kind of like you'd go on like your invented course or they'd send you on your gas and all the rest of it. It was just like a, a refresher, wasn't it? You don't actually yeah. learn man, because mm-hmm. the information's already there. It just kind of brings it back to the front, whereas mm-hmm. this like, I'll talk to someone now about what I've been learning around. And I'm like, it is actually sticking. So you know what I mean? I am actually learning because I'm I'm enjoying
1: it. You you need
0: the enjoyment of plumbing. Don't get me wrong, when you do some nice work and you set back and you're like, set on that. That (laughs) (laughs) But that, you know, I've been doing that years. So you always kind of pat yourself on the back kind of thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, you do, you do. But it, I think
0: it's important to be challenged. It's important to have um,
1: new things that put you out outside if you come um, because it forces growth. Mm-hmm. You know, it forces adaptation, yeah. uh, and it keeps your your brain more alive. And and then you become kind of more addicted to that. And then what do you want to do? You want to try more things. You want to try more things out and see what sticks. And then eventually, you're just going kind to of find something you really truly love doing. You know, mm-hmm. the word, your passion. And then when you start getting paid for that it'll just never really actually feel like you ever work a day ever again that is the yeah that is that that's, thing. All goal, right? it's all career, that's what we're all kind of not not all not everyone some people are happy working for someone else and look everyone's version of happiness is different to them but i think if you've made that decision like you and i have and that's what you're driving for then mm-hmm. it's it's very very difficult to go back on that decision.
0: yeah i just want that you know the the, the freedom of not relying on someone else and being like, yeah, we can do that. Oh, I'm going away for a week. Yeah, let's do that. You know, the the, not, nah, mate, I ain't got enough holiday or the gaffer ain't going to let me have them. That's not me no more. I've been doing it too long, just, which is great. You know, you come back, but if I look back on the time since I left when I was 21, nine years later, all I've done is go for a year, come back for two. Go for a year, come back for two or three, and then, and in then three years, it's just straight back to plumbing, straight back to plumbing. Whereas I always had these ideas in my head of whether it was, you know, back in like after school, it was like, right, I want to make these socks. How do I do it? Right, get a heat press, get a sublimation printer. Da 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 da. Got halfway there, things fizzled out, and then it just never happens. I give a, I'll give anything a go, but it's like I said being consistent with it, looking at the end goal, imagine it in your head and being like, anything that anyone ever imagined or wanted to invent, it was just made up of an idea in their head. So, you know, I'm seeing the ideas now and I'm like, what have I got to do? Right, that, that, that and that. Let's do it.
1: Yeah, I'm smiling, man, because you just said something that just literally mirrored myself and what I'm like. Like, I I try things and I go into things and sometimes I get obsessed with them, but I don't always finish on them. And that used to bother me. It used to disappoint me. I used to be like, why do I do that? But now I made peace with it in that I'm like, well, I do that because I like trying new things and I like going all the way up in there to figure out how much I I like them. I just find out like when I'm half or three-fourths of the way through that I don't really like it. But if I hadn't have done that, you know, then I wouldn't be doing this podcast right now. If I hadn't have thought about perhaps doing a bit of speaking, which led to this, which is leading to books and other wonderful things that will come down the track so it just pays homage to the fact that you've got to give things a try and it doesn't matter how many things that you do try because it's a numbers game right it's like it's like anything it's like if you were trying to launch a new product and you were trying to sell it to a bunch of companies like a bunch of retail stores eventually you're going to get hit someone's going to someone's going to take the bait someone's going to buy your store it's like if you're if you're out there and you're in the market and you're single, uh, and I don't, I don't use him, but I know a lot of people use his for you swipe swiping, swiping, swiping. I was to yeah, yesterday yeah. who's just working his single again. And he was like, yeah, man, it's just a numbers game. You just got to keep swiping and eventually someone's going to go for it. And I'm like, it just seems so superficial to me. I was like, what's wrong with actually going out there and, and meeting people? Yeah, well,
0: well you know, sorry.
1: it's like All of that stuff, it's, it's a numbers game, right? And, and trying new things is a game. You just got to keep trying it. And, and something's going to stick. And, yeah, and sure. along the way, you'll make a lot of failures, but you'll you'll learn from all of. Well, hopefully, you'll learn from all of them. Okay. I think uh, you only properly fail when you don't. Actually
0: know. That's it. Yeah, that's it, Matt. Definitely, hmm. definitely. But now it's uh If you don't try it, you'll never know. That's it.
1: With anything, and it's because like, uh, Coldplay song that says that, isn't no, I'm not going to sing it because I don't want to ruin anyone's ears. Some of these people are listening early in the morning there, but there's a cold play song that says, If you never try, then you'll never know, which is yeah. absolutely awesome. It's not like Marmite, mate. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah well, they don't have Marmite here, it's called Vegemite. It's one yeah, of Vegemite. Yeah, really. it's still master, They're not nice. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, what, mate, what, out uh, of all the countries in the world, and you've been to a few, actually, how many countries have you traveled to? Wow,
0: well, off the top of my head, mate, mm, I'd say just shy okay. of 30. Okay, well,
1: that's a
0: lot. So, then
1: what made you want to settle on Australia, mate? And, and is it, sorry, I should
0: ask, is it that you actually see Australia as the long term place where you want to live yeah, and settle? Um, come to Oz when I was 21. Then come away again, and come back. When I was twenty-four, love the place, you know. It, it's just and it's just adventure, Do you know. what I mean, every time I, I've done the working, you know, I've worked in Melbourne, I've worked in Sydney, lived in St Kilda, you know. I've, I've done all over the place, and then did the farm work. But then never, I knew what what had to be done to stay. But then when you look at it, like I said before. Never look at something all in one because it will just blow your head off. Whereas if you just like, right, what steps have I got to do to get there? Break it down. Do it bit by bit. So that's what I did. The the second time I come back from Australia, I just started looking into what the process would be. Me being a plumber on a point scheme. Obviously, the point scheme works off, obviously, age, your skill set, how long you've been doing it for, all the rest of it. And I was like, right, okay, that's what I've got to do and i really want to go for it because what you know i had a big conversation with the old deer and i was like well i'm going to up and leave give it a whirl if it goes pear shaped goes pear shaped so and that's when i started putting things in place english tutors financial like man it, it, it's been a it's been a hell of a journey i'm not going to lie i'm still not there yet <laughs> no. No. I mean, it just, you know what you can wait another year
1: <laughs> yeah. This country will take you, but um, you have to make sure, like, well, they make sure that you they actually want you first, and that you're going to bring value to their economy, and and I think that's fair enough. I think that's fair enough. Um, you know, it's it's you have to jump through some hoops. I did it in a slightly different way to you, in that I kind of just got here. Decided I was going to get sponsored pretty quickly, and, and then I did get sponsored pretty quickly. But then you have to do the thing of working still for someone else or for four years, which was um, I was actually lucky. I found a really good firm. <clears throat> Excuse me, I found a really good firm to have worked for. But there was still some days where I was like, I want to be doing this, man. I, don't want to be doing it. I think it went. I didn't get with the. Australia still a lot of the big construction sites are run by unions and you get some of the best working conditions you would ever get in your life in construction. If it's like, if you get to 35 degrees, you get sent home, you still get paid. Now, I know if you're listening from England, you think, well, that's mental, of course you would, but not the way it Um If it get to range, you get sent home, you still get paid. If the milk's off in the fridge, and I've actually heard this happen on a site, I can't to the site and the milk was off in the fridge because they sent everyone home and everyone's still got paid.
0: <laughs> no, I can't wait. Uh, good good so what so are you doing you do, you're you not doing what i did though you're on a skilled independent visa yeah yeah i mean i looked into all the options and it was like right okay you can come over temporary for four years you mm-hmm. can come over be sponsored straight away but you have to work for that company and stick with them for four years if they don't give you sponsorship after the four years you're going back home and i was like I'd rather go for the more expensive, long-winded option because I know if I get there and I have my visa, I don't have to be a plumber. I can be whatever I want to be. This is just the ticket for me to get in the door, which is the same with the what we're doing now. The plumbing was, it was never something, I want to be a plumber for the rest of my days and curled up old boy at 65 kind of thing. It was it's a stepping stone. Same with the plumbing. It's getting me in the country. And then wherever I decide to go on the golden land, then, you know, but so that's just I'm so glad that I did do it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And take time, it takes effort, And you know, as you know, mate, it takes money, but
1: you'll definitely get there, man. And um like me and Matt, me and Matt typically catch up every Monday and we have like a little mastermind chat, which I, I really love doing. Like I like, like uh, even the short short time we've been speaking, man. You, I mean um, yeah, I just think you've progressed a lot in that time. I think um, you know, like we talked like, about journaling and stuff like that. And, um, I mean, that's something you do most days now, right? You
0: just do a bit of journaling, a bit of gratitude list. Yeah, well, this is it. The goals are just growing. I mean, if you could see my wall, um, you'd understand that it's popping. <laughs> 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 Literally everywhere, mate. And then the, it's all around there. Got, like, monthly goals, two monthly goals, and then kind of, like, the the obvious end goals. But there, it's like you've got, like, a 90-dayer. You've got five-year talk about the things that you want that they've already happened like visa for instance getting out to bali or all, all the things that we want going forward but they've already happened so really i'm sitting in a hut in the jungle at the moment just in bali just chilling you know yeah. yeah, i'm actually
1: going to be in bali later in the year i've got this trip planned with um stop it no
0: i am it's, it's, I don't know when it is. I believe it might be in November or something like that. Because we're literally we're on the, the verge of getting out there. We're just waiting for our visa okay. agent to come through because you can get a six-month social. Because we want to get to Bali because it's obviously closer to us. and living in England is just expensive, cold and depressing. <laughs> so that's the next port call, Bali. But, yeah, that's, that's the goal. Anyway, get out there. Yeah, well, I'm going to be there in November, but um, I might get there a bit earlier because
1: it's a good place, man. It's a good place you can hang out for very cheap, still very cheap. And, um,
0: beautiful people as well, so it's not people, the Bollinger people. Yeah, yeah. No, really, I a long time ago, but it's just looks, uh, it's very open to Aussies as well. It's just, you know, people live there, they've got their houses there. It's just like Spain, is it, for, for Aussies? It is, it is, it is. And that, look, I'll be honest, that's the part that I didn't like. But I, I, I
1: went and I only went once and I kind of liked some of it and I didn't like other bits. But the people were beautiful. I just don't think I went to the right places. And yeah. like, I'm, I'm sorry for probably the persecution of uh, any Aussies that are watching. But I just went to the places with all the Aussies. And it's like, if you're English and you go to Spain, you don't wind up in like Costa del Bravo or South, is, the people I was like, that's with bulldogs on a stomach. It's just yeah. not the kind of Really going for is it? No, so, um, yeah, so that's kind of that, that. I think I went to the uh, the very touristy places in Bali, and I'm not sure of like the touristy, touristy spots.
0: Yeah, get out in the mix of it,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, that's like you as well, yeah. It's and and how do you do that? You know, when you're traveling and you're like, because I hate being a tourist, and sometimes you find yourself in them spots, and you're like. Me being here is having, like, a negative effect on possibly the environment, Uh, maybe, like, the animals and the plants that are here. And in that moment, I don't feel good about it, and I feel like a super tourist. And I'm like, I want to be somewhere
0: else. I want to be more, like, off the beaten track. Yeah, we had that a lot, mate. Um, Say again? Well, yeah. Yeah, it's one of them, like, just for instance, Cambodia. Cambodia. Um, Anchor Watt, you get there at, let's say, four o'clock in the morning, or you leave your gaff at four o'clock in the morning and you get there, and it's just like, you've never seen nothing like it. It's insane. Yeah. It is yeah. not even the sun hasn't even cracked through, it's pitch black yeah. and with people treading on each other's toes. And I remember just for a laugh, I turned the camera around instead of pointing it at Anchor Watt, and I took a selfie with about 40,000 other people. Do you know what I mean? And it was just mad. Um, But we had a a lot of situations like that where, you know, you go to like a waterfall or something and then you just see everyone's crap. You know, just rubbish, plastic bottles. The bigger thing was we did a lot of scuba diving through our travelling. We did our paddy and all the rest of it. And as we mooched on, we got more into it. But like in in Thailand, the Philippines, the stuff that washes up on the beach or the scum that sits on top of the water, for us that was well that that comes on to what we're trying to create this brand and what we're all about with the brand and it's getting that crap out of the water mm-hmm. utilizing it creating something from it and then making a bigger picture and it'd just be a cycle donate back round do you know what i mean just to help clean up the beaches i mean we did a lot of beach cleanups but i just think to myself it's all good doing the beach cleans up but if it's um, time again if it's not consistent. And we've got to know where that all the crap's going, you know, and where it's coming from. You know, Bali, one of the big, big problems over there is plastic and debris. It is insane. It's insane. So, yeah, just seeing we saw that a lot. We saw that a lot. Getting off the tourists, you know, in, in the Philippines, going to the big and small lagoon. They, they sell you a dream and you get there. Oh, you've got to pay extra for this, pay extra for that. You're better off just paying the extra. Get yourself a private boat. Always. You know, talk to your tour guide. It's going to take you – it'll get there an hour before all the rest of the tourists land. But you're not going to go anywhere in the world now that there aren't tour- Well, at the moment, it's probably the best time to travel if you can travel. But yep. There is not a tourist in sight kind right. of thing. Yeah, yeah. I went into to um, France, which is
1: North Island, yeah. over Christmas. I had a great time there. There's not very, very many people about at all. There's a times traveling, a few times time to to staying in hotels. Really good time to travel. But let me tell you, I'll tell you a story actually about one night. when I, was, I went to Gili Trang and I was there with my sister and my mom, Gili Trang, which is one of the small islands in um, in Bali. It was like a load of them together. A really nice tropical island. And one night I got really drunk and really lost. Um, I think I may have even had some magic mushrooms as well. I'm quite sure I had really, them. really yeah local delicacy there and um as you can imagine with that combination of concoction of things in me i got quite lost and um, it was i'm talking lost. i was wandering through people's like paddy fields and back gardens and then i got to this middle part and, and it was like the sun was coming up by now so i would definitely been lost for a while but I got to this middle part and I found that in the middle of the island, they were just constantly burning this huge pile of rubbish. And that was essentially how they got. That was like the system for getting rid of rubbish on the island. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, man, this is... Uh, even in the south again I remember thinking, this is terrible. It's really bad. I mean, I was probably a bit, thinking about it a bit extra. I a bit extra But I was like... And even when I think about it now, I'm like... It's hard, isn't it, when you're traveling because you want to go to these beautiful places, but by going there you're actually contributing to being part of the problem. Yeah. And it's a, it's a real difficult thing to battle with, which is why I kind of really like what you're about as as the blog is about, you know, travelling with you know a, the smallest carbon footprint you can, which isn't easier to do. But and even if you aren't doing that, then like offsetting, it. Yeah. Like, okay. Um, I've done this travel, how can I offset the carbon I've used or the impact we've got right. on the environment? Or well, how can I do
0: a like so do a beach cleanup or, or stuff like stuff like that? Well, um to get involved in something that we can give back. Mm. You know, like you say, I mean the beach club is like the beach cleanup is probably the smallest thing you can do. That's why we were like, We've gotta be able there is something that you know, there are companies out there that are doing their best, you know, to take um you know, systems in the sea to to work out how much, because when the plastic goes in the sea, it doesn't just sit there. It breaks down then it breaks down then it breaks down and then the fish eats it. And then we, and it's just a vicious cycle. So if we're not, if things aren't going to get. And with now, it's like the perfect time to get it out to the masses because with the pandemic, global war, you know, all these things that come together, if we all, if we all have the same mindset and if we all do a little bit, or we all try and just help just a tiny bit, you know, there's a lot of us, if we all come together, we can make a difference because, you know, like I said, when you see these corals and these the, the marine life and what's, we really don't know much about the sea, but what we do know, I mean, it's, it's absolutely unreal. And then we're there, you know, these lower economic developed countries don't have the resources. I've literally seen trucks just pull up, reverse up, and dump it and it just goes into the estuary straight into the sea and then we're swimming with it the the fishery in it turtle you know all of that stuff so our aim is to now that they've got these systems where you can take all the plastic from the sea and they break it down and they can actually make fibers from it so poly it's not polyester but it's man-made plastic polyester fibers which you can then make t-shirts shorts all these other things yeah. Um, Sand with the hemp fibers, um, mm-hmm. one of the most sustainable thi- plants on the earth. Mm-hmm. Usually doing that instead of just caning out the cotton or the denim, and you imagine, or well, we've looked into how much water is used just to literally make a pair of jeans. Do you know what I mean? When, I didn't, I didn't know that was it, is it a lot of water, Oh, man, it's insane. Gallons, gallons. Really? Yeah, yeah. And,
1: why? How am how, uh, how
0: I? Well, obviously, the, the fibres, like cotton. Right, okay. It's got to be fed constantly, irrigation oh, constantly. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, the, the, the process of the, the, the dyeing, you're just washing it down, doing it again. And it's just the water that gets run away, that runoff, where does that runoff go? Straight mm-hmm. back into the sea, because the countries where they're making all these things don't have the sanitation or you know, the means to recycle it back in. Whereas mm. like I said, there's, there's a product called Eco Nile, which is actually nylon fishing nets that's been sourced out of the sea, which is then reprocessed, which then can be created into swimming shorts, bikinis, all types of things. Um and then you've got the the organic cotton, stuff like that, where it's um it's 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 not just bashed out on a on an industrial scale. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, just just taking what's in the sea or whether it is anywhere, plastic, anything. Like I said, you can make fibres out of it. And then the, the plan is to eventually just get it full circle. I mean, we're all about, like I said, the marine life, the turtles, saving all that jazz. So if, you know, the plan would to be is get some products out to the people, get the people that are really interested in it. And then just do it full swing you know get the money going back to the the countries that can't do it you know the sanctuaries on the beach where they're all getting tied up in nets and whatnot barley is a big one for that actually um mm. the turtle sanctuaries and that but just trying to do uh do something good you know what i mean it's yeah a, yeah make a difference right just
1: exactly, exactly. Yeah, up to you to I think a lot of people spend a lot of time trying to get other people to change their behaviors and actions and efforts when you know you, know you can control your own. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that's really all you can control. So just focus on that, do good, and, and maybe other people will follow through. Yeah. I think that's a good, good way to do it. And, and, a, and a blog or a platform, you know, a social platforms are a great way to do that stuff. Differ, differ. I think it's gonna go really well for you. I think it's gonna grow really well for you. I know you and Jess both work really hard on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what it takes, you know. It takes hard work, yeah. dedication, as you said, you know, as we both said, discipline, routine, scheduling. It's um yeah it's what it takes, man. Maybe a lot of some of the key ingredients to do it on your own, you know, and, and unwavering faith as well, which I know you have, like you already said it there earlier, like you, or, or you, you know, all really, like you've got that photograph. Mm-hmm. Yeah of people who are successful have that stoic mindset, you know. Um someone that comes to mind because he's fighting next week, Conor McGregor, he's always he's, he's always said like he goes into a fight and he's lost He he's always goes into a fight as you know, he's always won love um, and when he used to drive crap cars, you know, he will drive an event or a roll in his mind and that's like how it went and you know that's what what became the state mindset like yeah. but as you also pertain change, so everything happens twice, once here and once with him, once without what's happening here actually predicate what happens out here so it's important to keep that keep that clean and keep that
0: where you want it to be and uh, keep it moving forward yeah with the goals as well you said to me just start writing your goals down and then without me even knowing i've gone back to my my notepad or whatever and three months prior to that i've written to be out of manual labor by whatever I think it says six three to six months, and then I've looked back at it and I'm like, Well, that's that's the first one I've done. That's it's it, man. Man. it's
1: that's mad. It, man. It's like just writing down, and before you know it, like there's just so much power in that right in the writing, and, and I don't even know why or what it is. It's just something about that energy of it coming out your brain down your arm onto the paper, yeah. Down. And then you look back, like I've got a few books here in front of me, little gold books, I might even been born out, so if we can do something like. Cause you write them down and then and then a, a later date you like you look back at it a year or two years later and you're like oh I did that I didn't really think about doing it or the fact that I was really working towards it. The power in the pen. The power in the pen. That's it, brother. We should make some pens with that put on <laughs> <laughs> there. One made out of uh, recycled plastic. Exactly right. Exactly right. Um hemp though, hemp's a big one, man. I think hemp um, hemp is used a lot though now and it's being used more and more. Uh, obviously hemp isn't isn't really at all demonized anymore. Excuse Um, me, um, see there's this product that can be um used for lots and lots and lots of different useful things. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah. You know, female side of the plant. Well, it's a different story. Phil David, I've been lots of places at the moment, but it's getting better. It's getting better. Yeah, the and back back back. To the the <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But before yeah. you get to the point, the end of this now, but there's, there's only a couple of things, and we just kind of, we just did it free flow up to now. I may amount of knowing each other. We went to school together, so we've known each other for at least what 15 years uh, um And when you know someone like that, it's a lot easier just to let it flow than having a cold. But there were two questions that I did want to ask and you know, I really roll into all the podcasts. And um, the first one is how do you define the word hustle, man? And what's driven your hunger for it?
0: For me, it's uh, it's having that inner that inner little that fire, that push, that grind that when you want something, that that hustle kind of without you even knowing, you know, you you'll you'll go out there and you'll Push that extra mile just to get you know what you want. It's like with me, my hustle is, is that little ticker in the back of my brain saying, "Go on, just just go for it." You know, you drive towards this and that that, that imagination that you have in your head where you're you're on your beach or you're on you you know that end goal for me that is like the hustle saying, "You keep driving with this," you know, and that the the end goal is is very reachable. I mean, I remember. I'd be, when you were a kid and everyone would say, oh, I'll never be a millionaire. Or Not that that is something that I want, but people are saying never say never. And it's true because for me, I never thought I'd be sitting here now away from work doing exactly what I, what I said. Oh, I really would just want to crack on with that. Do you know what I mean? But now the hustle that of me having the minerals to ring up the gaffer and be like, mate, I'm, I'm done. Thanks for everything. But there's, there was a new path for me. And it's not this and and that that that's the hustle for me. That's the just like I said, having the having the minerals, the risk. You know, I talk to mates and they're like, "Where are you going? You know, what are you doing? Are oh, you gonna go? You're mad, you are. Do you know what I mean? You're gonna go." Yeah, yeah. We'll the day. It's, it's the thing of like any any type of change or like massive change for a lot of people is is like whoa. Do you know what I mean? Whereas for me, I just it's just an adaption. Do you know what I mean? Like you put yourself in a position, you adapt to that. And then like now it's normal. Me being here, doing what I'm doing is normal now. You know, after we come off this call, I'm going to crack on and get on. The, you know what I mean? It's just normal. Whereas mm-hmm. the hustle has done that for me. And with anything I've ever done, whether it was moving away from Brum, from all my mates when I was 18, and then I hustled my way through college, got my qualification. And if I didn't do that hustle there, I wouldn't be sitting here now. and I wouldn't be, knowing that probably in a year's time I'm gonna be near the beach chilling. I'll be mm-hmm. able to get a flight down see you or go for yeah. a couple of cold yeah. ones. Yes right mm-hmm. definitely definitely man, we're we're talking, talking,
1: taking the jet skis out man I love them by that <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Cool. yeah. something one thing you said there about the hustle and you know sometimes I think it's important to discuss this because people I don't want to use the word discouraged, but people won't always understand and align with, with what you want to do. And that's, that's perfectly fine. Right. You know, never let someone's opinion of you become your reality. And frankly, what they think and think about you is it's not your business. It's their shit. It's, it's not, nothing to do with you. Right? Yeah. So I think uh, it's easy to get like led, led off the path by that sometimes. Um, and, and not, and not create your own path, you know, other people. And also something that you said is, uh, you know, you, you rang your boss and you're like, look, thank you very much, but you know, I'm moving on here. And I think it's important to, if like, if people are watching this, which is one of my main reasons to do this, is to talk to people like you that have actually made the step, you know, that I made a few months ago and have gone from being employed to an uh, entrepreneur. And like, it's not easy, but I think a lot of people can do it and it brings a lot of, people a lot of happiness. But like, don't A, listen to anyone around you. And no. B, when you are going to leave your job, don't burn your bridges. You know, you might not 100%. You were fortunate you had a good guy. You know, not everyone does. But like, even if you're not 100% happy with the people you work with or the company you work with, don't burn your bridges. Don't be a dick and be like, leave on bad times Because nothing's certain in this life. You know, nothing's 100% certain. You don't want to go back, but you might have to in 69 months. Yeah. You might have to go a yeah. back because your pocket gets low and, and you can't afford rent or mortgage or whatever's on your head. So I just don't think ever never burn your bridges, or or you might come you might come into connection with them in business in another way. You know, you might end up supplying. I mean, the the guy who you used to come in with you might you might come out with a, a part that you can make from recycled plastics in three years' time and ring them up and go, "Hey, do you want to buy ten thousand of those?" You just don't <laughs> know. How life works. Yeah. Oh, okay. I like but when you're an entrepreneur and things open up for you, so just never burn your bridges, no matter what anyone's done to you. It doesn't serve you. To behave how they behave to you back to them because that's just a knife for an eye, and it just leaves. yeah, get
0: anyone anyway. So, see, I've always had the view, if someone looks after you, look after that, mm. you know, yeah, with calmer in it,
1: yeah. And, and to agree to, to, to a degree, I think even if people don't look after you, like still be nice and friendly, but just be aware that yeah. you don't give them too much of your energy, yeah, no, no, kill with like, calmness, mate them with kindness that's it
0: that's it yeah yeah, yeah for sure for yeah. sure
1: and then the one the other question i had for you which um i wanted to ask you is like i usually close close out with three hot tips for people and and i'm wondering what aspect of have actually asked you in these i think it might be like to do with the blog you know if people are because like travel is the luxury of our generation right like it used to be before our generation, and I was thinking about this. Like I said, and you've been friends for 15 years, but we both went to Hill west, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that would be more like 20 years. <laughs> been. It's, uh, yeah. maybe, maybe even 23, four. But um, I forgot where I was going with it. Wait there, let it come back. Where was I going? With it? <laughs> yeah, so travel is travel is the luxury of our generation. Where people before us, it was like. You get married, you settle down when you're young, and then comes the house and you have a job for your whole life, and it's probably the same job. And then when you're 40, 50, you get a gold watch, and they'll tell you thank you very much, and then you're done. Yeah, yeah. now the world's changed a lot now, it's not like that anymore. Now it's like, okay, I want to do my studies, and some people don't even bother, they just get 16 and they're gone, which gone, and fair play to them folks. Yeah, use the they're trying to use them on the poker. Um, but <laughs> it's that's the new luxury of our generation now a lot a lot of people say they want to do it Now i did a bit of it and i kind of settled here i still do traveling when i can when we're not in the situation we are but you really do it in 30 countries that's a lot to have under your belt and then and then you like sort of documenting it as well I made a blog out of it so like if you give three tips like to people that are watching two or three however you you see fit to so people to actually do that and actually go out there and actually like not just say they're going to do it, but actually travel, actually document it, and then turn it into a blog of, of something that can benefit other people who are looking for a
0: resource? Well, three things. Well, the first thing would be is anything that you have, whether it's an idea, um, just anything that you want to do. Like, for us, it was the blog, or for me, it was coming away from work. Don't ever give up on that idea, just literally. If that's what you – anything anything is attainable. Anything. It just depends how much drive you want to put towards that goal. So for me, the visa, it was the more times I got knocked back, the more times I I didn't fail the English test, but I had to get the higher score on the English test to enable me to get in. Which so isn't I, easy. Not I easy. It, I took it four times, mate, for two hundred and fifty quid. Yeah. I got wow. it the last time. I did tutoring. in forty pound an hour. You know what I mean? It, the the money was just going out the window, but I was like, I am not giving up. Because it was, it was just stressing me too much. Because I was like, "This is I need that, and I know I can get it. I've just got to put that little bit more effort in." Same with the blog; it was an idea. Should we give it a whirl? And now it's like, "Come on, tenfold!" It, yeah, just just do it, do it. <laughs> um, number two is always have a strategy with it. Mm. You know, like I said, then you've got an idea; get it written down how do you go about it what step if i if i want to set up a website what are the first five steps i've got to do to set up that website what platforms do i use what theme am i going to use what kind of vibe am i going for so always have a strategy in whatever you're going to do for us the blog i had an idea and then the the strategy kind of moved on i mean we were stuck in a hotel so it was like. We, we ain't got nothing else to do. So okay. let's drive towards this. And then it just come on, you know. And then when you look back at that, it's just like, wow. Um, and then break it down. Don't think about it all at once. You know, like like I said, with anything, whether it's the V, even going to gym, don't think, oh, don't think about it all at once. Just be like, right, okay, just get there first. And then get your tunes going. That's the next step. And then get into it. Always break it down. That I've found that if I think about loads of things all at once, like if I'm doing, I don't know, editing a video or whatever, I think about it all at once, it blows my head off. So if I break it down into sections, but, yeah, that, that is um, definitely the th- three things. Never give up. Have a strategy and break it down into mm-hmm. little bits. Don't think about it all at once because it will blow yeah. your head. I like it. It
1: all makes sense. It all makes sense. And that is sage advice, as they say. So <laughs> So uh mate, it's been really good to spend some time here. Yeah, uh, good time. Always. Randman, uh, man. and I think we should um, we should follow up on this because like you are honestly you're literally doing the journey that I did a few years ago. And, and next time I think we'll do when perhaps when you've got to ballet, when, you, when you've got to the next spot, because then what will be the vision in your mind is Australia, then it'll be the next one. So when you're in Bali, we'll hope that we'll do this again.
0: We'll see where you're at
1: then. And um, we'll show these folks how it's done. Yeah, the, the title of this one was, the um, title of this podcast, folks, was Quitting Your Job and, open brackets, almost open no brackets traveling the world. So next time will okay, be Quitting Your Job and, tr- no brackets needed, no word always
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's, it, that's it. Love it.
1: Love uh, thanks, Tom. I do appreciate thank it. You. And, uh, love thank you, oh, Jess. I know you're backing him up there on the side with the words that he could not remember. <laughs> <laughs> uh, great, yeah. uh, great, great people. Great people. And you are great people as well for listening. And thank you all. Whether you're listening on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, Spotify, I think there's some other things. I forget how many things it goes out on. If you enjoy the show, give it some love. Send it to someone else who might like it. If you, if you know someone that's looking to start their own business, wants to start their own business, or just isn't happy doing their job, then send them an episode of this podcast. It might inspire them. It might it might, just, it might, it might help them find their hunger for the hustle. You know? Stay hungry, folks, and keep hustling wherever you are in the world. Have a good morning, good day, good evening, and good night. Thank you. Peace. Peace.